I've always been very confident in my own decisions and my own life. I've never asked for permission from anybody with anything I do. And I don't ever feel regret. No one teaches you everything. You have to go through decisions. You have to go through life to learn. And in the event that it didn't pan out, make a change. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband in Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. My friend, I am so excited to be kicking off this series of individuals who have had a partner come out today with Brandy. She has been to my retreat. She's been in my coaching groups, and she is just an amazing individual. And she has taken the things that she has learned and implemented them and ran with them. And I am just so grateful that she came into my life and that I've been able to support her in this journey. And I'm also just so grateful that she is willing to share her story with you today. You are going to love Brandy and her family, and I can't wait for you to hear today's episode. So let's dive in. Brandy, I am (laughs) beyond excited to have you here with me today. I obviously know your story. You are past, you've been in my groups, and you came to one of my retreats, um, which we'll talk about later. But I just love you and so much. First of all, (laughs) thank you. I love you guys back. (laughs) And I love the uniqueness of your story within the uniqueness that is our story. Like, and I think that's one of the things that I'm really excited about in this series of having people share of their partner coming out and also the partner who's come out is the ways that this happens. It's so different for everybody and how that looks and their story. Um, And so, and I love too that we have both you and your partner. We are going to have (laughs) him later on in the series. So we get to hear from both of you, which is super awesome. Let's start with you and your story. Like, tell us, um, and I like this can be starting with when you met Marty, or this can be starting with younger or when he came out or all the things. So dive on in. (laughs) Okay. So Marty and I met about 15 years ago. Uh, God, he was just crazy. And he literally walked in. I told my friends, you know, I had been in a marriage before and it was short. It was brief. It was about three years. I was single at that time that I met Marty and I was like, I'm not interested in anyone. I don't want to see anyone. I just want to be by myself. And Marty walks in, he's loud as all get out totally hilarious, loving him already from the second he walked in. I'm like, that is going to be my very best friend. And literally from that day on, we spent every single day together and I did it. He was my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) He did it. He he was definitely my best friend. We saw each other every single day. Uh, We just had the coolest, coolest relationship, uh, friendship. You know what I mean? Uh, We did everything together. So we did everything together. He even went through a relationship with me. I had like a boyfriend that would not stop calling me. Actually, he moved out, you know, like it was crazy. So um, yeah, we were just really best friends right at, from the beginning. And it was awesome. I love yeah. that. So we were best friends. And obviously, um, actually, when I first met him, 
he was my gay best friend. And that's just how I introduced him to everybody and everything. And actually, after he came out, he goes, you know that originally I was your gay best friend. And I'm like, oh, my God. After all these years, I literally, I don't know how, but I literally forgot about all that. I just forgot. (laughs) And to be honest, so when, you know, when we fell in love, honestly, I didn't really care. I've always been this way my whole life. I've never given a shit or excuse me. I've never cared about who thought of what I'm very, uh, self, I don't know, aware, just, I don't care. I don't care what people think about me. I live my life for me. Um, and I don't ask permission from anyone. So when we fell in love and we were together, I guess I didn't even put two and two together to even explain to anybody that, oh yeah, by the way, he's not gay. He's with me. We're together. I just totally went over everybody's heads. (laughs) And, um, fast forward. So we got married. We've now been married for 12 years. We have a 12 year old daughter. And I would say two years ago, um, it was really hard, but I had a Christmas party and I just didn't feel connected. I felt like something was off. I'm really good at knowing Marty, obviously, after all these years and just something was off. And of course we had alcohol involved and I just flat out asked him, I'm like, are you even attracted to me anymore? Like what is going on? You know? And, um, he finally got the courage to say, you know what, Brandy, I'm really not attracted to women in general, mm-hmm. you know, and it was devastating. It was devastating. I thought my world was collapsing. I couldn't believe it. He said that he had been, you know, all these years, he is, he is gay, you know, he, he's gay. He loves me. He loves me as a person and as a being, and he loves our relationship, but he's not, um, you know, he's not attracted to me anymore. You know, it, it, Anyway, you know, so, um, he came out and since then, uh, at first, obviously it was very, very hard. It was really hard. I felt like a brick was just on my heart. I didn't know what to do. I didn't want my world to change. I thought, holy moly here, we're going to have to separate. We're going to have to have separate homes and separate lives and all these separate things. And we didn't make any drastic changes. And actually, when I went to your retreats, the one thing I loved about you and your coaching is that you never pressured me to make any drastic changes. You never, I'd never felt any judgment about what I was doing or how I was doing it, which was excellent for me in my situation because Marty and I have really gone about this slow. Obviously, it's now been two years that he's come out. And we're, we're making changes, but we're, we're really going at our own pace and we're not caring who knows and what we, you know, we're really, our main focus is our daughter, of course, right? We want to make sure that there's not trauma. Marty had a very traumatized childhood and we don't want to create that trauma in her life. So we've really tried to do everything we've done. We want to make sure that we're doing it the least traumatic way possible for our daughter and ourselves, right? Like, Mm -hmm. how do we go about this life when we know we still love each other? We still care for each other. Um, we love doing life together, but it's got to look different. And at first I didn't see any of that. I just thought, holy moly, you have to be divorced or you have to be together. Those are the two options. And what I'm learning is with Marty and I, we have just such a good foundation and a good partnership. And we've even gone to joint counseling together. And what I'm realizing is 
I love him as a human and as my partner in life. And that is going to look different, but I'm going to do it on my own terms. Just like I didn't care about anybody knowing that when I met him, he was gay and all of a sudden we're together. (laughs) I'm definitely not going to care that, you know, we were married and now he's coming out. So, um, the last, so anyways, during this whole time, we've now purchased a home. We sleep in our own separate bedrooms and it's really given us a space to where, you know, we've now don't wear wedding rings, um, which was very hard at first, but now I'm just fine. Um, like we're doing it slow, right? So we know that eventually we're going to get divorced, but we still want each other in each other's lives. We love doing life together. Um, and we also have had the conversation that eventually there's going to be probably partners that will be involved in this and they're going to, you know, uh, they're, they're going to have to be involved in this. And I don't know. Anyways. So now what we're at is we live in the same house. We have separate bedrooms. And today, actually, we are going to have a conversation with our daughter, letting her know that her dad is gay. So I'm super actually excited for it. I'm excited because I told Marty the other day, I said, actually, by not being honest with our daughter, I actually feel like I'm in the closet. And I said, Mm -hmm. not to be selfish and not to bring it back to me. But, you know, I do know that and and I'm ready. I'm ready for us to make that next step and that next change. And the, the, the change that needs to happen is we need to be honest with our daughter. She needs to know why we have separate rooms. She needs to know and have comfort in the fact that her parents are still going to partner together and parent together, but things are going to look different in the future and that's okay. And we're still going to be a family. Yeah. So I want to touch on a couple things here. You said, you know, I, and I think this is such a common feeling. You feel like you're in the closet with your daughter. Have you felt like you were in the closet in other ways throughout the last two years? Yes, because I, um, you know, so at first, right, I was, I consumed alcohol, right? And I was making some poor choices because obviously I was really hurt. Um, and I would say, th- I'm a pretty private person in general. Like I will be there for people. I'm pretty, I'm very, very transparent. But if there's drama in my life, I'm very protective over who's in my life. And so I never speak about my personal stuff if I have anything going on. Well, what was happening is when I was consuming alcohol, I was spurting out stuff that really was nobody else's business. And, you know, honestly, I called him out to a couple of my friends looking back. That was not the way to do it. Um, But since then, I have now quit alcohol for over a year. And during this year, I literally have been making, I feel so good. I'm making the best choices. I'm very clear headed. And I, I feel like, yeah, I am in the closet because I'm trying to protect him Mm-hmm. And not not call him out. So I feel like I can't tell any one of my friends, you know, like my gym partners or any um, coworkers or anything, because I feel like that's his um, that's his story to tell. But then, really, it's my story too, you know. So how do I be protective of him but still be true to myself? You know, obviously, my gym partners and everything they see that I don't wear a ring. Um, but they hear me talking about them all the time. So they're probably like, what in the heck is going on? You know, (laughs) like my trainer even came over to help us move a treadmill. And I was showing him our house and showing him that Marty's room and my room. And he's probably thinking, what the heck is going on? 
but again, I don't care what anyone else thinks. So I just don't, I just move past it, you know, Yeah. but I do, I feel like I'm in the closet and the only person that I care now to know is my daughter. And then I feel like once we tell our daughter, we're definitely going to be all living in our truth. I don't think it's going to be easy for him. In fact, we just had this conversation. I said, I feel like it's going to be a lot harder for you because you're the one that has to figure out who you are and what does that look like? And I said, and I will be right here next to you along that pathway. I already know who I am. I already know that I like men. I already am attracted to men. I've been with men. Not worried about that right now. Not at all. I know (laughs) they're crazy. I don't need them. I don't want them right now. You know what I mean? But (laughs) yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know yeah, when you're ready. Anything. There's a time yeah, when that. I'm ready. It will, it will come, but I feel like, you know, it's definitely going to be a harder journey for him, but I want him to know I support him. I feel strong enough to be there for him now. I just want it to be truthful. Now I want him to live in his truth. And I want me to be able to be like, heck yeah, I'm proud as hell about him. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are both opting in to be on a podcast. So yeah. Yep. That's right. You can just start like sending it to people at the gym. That's right. That's <laughs> What's right. going on? Just go listen to this episode it, of this podcast. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I love that about you, Brandy, that you know what it is you want and you have like lived your life in that way since you were very young. You've always kind of um, done what works for you. And it's yep. been unconventional from since you were a oh, young God. girl. That's like a whole nother story, but ah! that's how you've done it. And it's been beautiful yeah. to see you and watch you over the last, I mean, you came into my life like a year and a half, two years ago, shortly after yes. all of yeah. this. And so it's been fun to watch you on this journey. Um, I wanted to ask you, as someone who is private in like a broader circle, like you said, there's people in your circle who you're open with and who you connect with and whatever and share all the things. How, but being private on a broader circle, how was it coming into the retreat? Oh, God. Oh God. Oh God. It was terrifying. I didn't want to do it. I did it. Actually, I did it when I was drinking. I booked it when I was drinking or else I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't have had the courage, but Marty pushed me. He really, really pushed me. He's the one that found you guys. And he knew that I needed support. He knew that I needed support outside of him. And he was so sweet and kind. He, um, it was, it was one of my very first trips that I took without my family, which was very hard for me. Uh, I am connected at the hip with my daughter and him, and I don't go anywhere without them. And so this was my first trip without them. Um, it was very, very difficult, but I will tell you, it was the best thing I've ever done because it showed me that I could do it. It showed me that it wasn't scary. It wasn't hard. And it also showed me that I do connect with other people without my family right on me that I can do it. And it was so important. And honestly, I've still kept in touch with a couple of the ladies and I just adore them and love them. And it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. (laughs) I'm so glad to hear that. I love hearing, like, I think so many people carry that fear of it is scary to, even though to put yourself out there in a situation, even if it is other women who have gone through something similar 
or who are experiencing similar things. And I think there were just three of you at that retreat who had had a partner come out. Uh, but still, and it was a small retreat. I think there was five, six, maybe total. And so, but it's still scary. Like, even though you know they're going through the same thing, like showing up can be such a scary thing. So kudos to you for Thank jumping you. and doing it. I was <laughs> so proud of you because I knew how scared you were. I was. And you know, it's so weird. I'm not an emotional person, but it was so emotional for me. And you knew, like I was, I would cry at certain things and it's like, God, who am I? But you know, it was just good to see that I could have conversation and really relate to these women. And like I said, doing that for myself on my own without Marty with me was really, really important as much as I love him and need him and want him. It was really, really but it it was actually scary in the sense of, you know, is this my new life? Is this my new life without him? Is this going to spark, you know, and he was scared too. He was, he was yeah. talking to somebody and saying, you know, it's scary because he didn't know if I was going to come home and be like, just move out, just get yeah. a divorce. So those are things that he was worried about, you know, um, how would that have changed me? But it really was just more of a mental shift for me. And and showing me that I am strong enough to do this, even when it's scary. Yeah. It'll be okay. No matter it what okay. it looks like on the other side, you can still have all of those feelings of connection and love and support for each other and also separate. Yeah. Like it can still be there. Um, yeah. It ebbs and flows and shifts over time, but it's a beautiful process to be able to see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brandy, what do you feel like has been the hardest part of this? Was there like one moment? Was it just the moment he came out? Was it all the processing after? What do you feel like? Well, of course, I think the hardest thing is, you know, you, I'm not ready to let him go out of my life. I'm not, I love him with my whole heart and soul and still do to this day. I still Mm -hmm. love him with my whole heart. I, I, and to think that you would just get a divorce and move on. Obviously, like I said, I've been married before and I've been divorced and I have zero contact with that person. And they were a loving person. They were a great person. Nothing wrong with them. We just didn't click. But with Marty, we click. So that's what's hard. It's like, we like everything else but the romantic piece, right? So the hardest piece is knowing, okay, eventually I'm going to be divorced. I'm not going to be his wife anymore. Mm -hmm. And knowing that somebody else is going to take that from me or like not take that from me, but, um, you know, fill those shoes. But what I've come to learn is no one will take that spot. And I know 100% if Marty was attracted to a woman, and this is not to sound cocky, but he would be with me. He would be, he would be attracted to me. There's no other woman that could take my place and there never will be. There never will be. And it's actually, I find very comfort in that knowing that, yeah, he's going to find somebody to be romantic with, but nobody can take this bond, this friendship, this best friend from me. We're always going to be this tight. And I love that. Yeah. So the scariest thing is the divorce, but at the same time, it's very comforting knowing Nothing has to change in the sense that we don't have to not speak. We can be like you and Steve in the sense of still doing family things, still raising our families, still going to think. Who says you can't do things together as a family? You know, you'll make that choice. Yeah. You get to create a life that works for you and a relationship that works for you. 
Yeah. And I always say like, nobody's replacing anybody. This isn't like, I think that's how we think of it. It's like, oh, he's replacing me, like you said, with somebody else and somebody's going to take my role. And it's not that way. It just expands. Like it's just, it shifts. It's different, but it's not like, like in my case, it's not like Matt replaced Steve in my life. Yeah. Like Steve is yeah. still this integral part of my life. And Matt is this other integral part of my life. And I get to enjoy both of them in different ways yeah. of how they show up for me. And it's beautiful and amazing. Um, I have a quote on my wall and it's from F. Scott Fitzgerald. And it says, there is there are all kinds of love in this world, but never the same love twice. And I'm like, oh, it's so yeah. true. And when yeah. you've gone through this experience, I think you really see that of like, oh yeah. my gosh, yes. Yeah. 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 Well, and I think that, you know, not that it's happened because uh, just to be clear, like neither one of us have another interest in mind. No. We're really mm-hmm. trying to work on ourselves and our daughter and blah, blah, blah. But what's kind of cool is what I've realized in probably the last couple months is that I'm actually at peace. My heart, I used to be so jealous of Marty. And I was thinking about this recently, thinking, why in the hell was I so jealous? Well, I was yearning and trying to figure out, like, I I, I didn't, I wanted to, I was so jealous because he would give other people this attention that I wanted wanted. so badly. Mm -hmm. But now that everything is on the table, I really am at peace. My heart's at peace and I'm really okay And I think, you know, you never know until it happens, but I think honestly, truly, I'm okay if he needs to explore. I'm okay Mm -hmm. if there needs to be, and and I I actually kind of want, it's like, okay, well, let's get some new friends. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And what are things like, I work with a lot of women going through this experience and I'm thinking back to like your, your process specifically, because it is different for everybody. And I'm so grateful when I hear that you didn't feel judged ever or pressure because that's no. my goal is to release yeah. that judgment and support you in your process and get yeah. clear, help you get clear on what your process is, not anybody else's, not anybody else's opinions or anything. Like we have to silence that and figure out what works for us. And even in that, it feels scary once we know some of the steps. And I yeah. remember talking to you about when you were trying to decide if you guys should separate rooms and how scary that felt of that separation. Yeah, it was very scary. I mean, you have to think about it, right? So I've been with, literally, I have been with him for 15 years and we've never been apart, not Mm -hmm. never been apart. So for me to, to have that, that was so scary. I couldn't, and, and, you know, what we chose to do was I couldn't do it in my house that I was already in because it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel like enough change. It felt weird. It just didn't feel good, you know? And I'm really a person of, of feeling. And so I'm like, let's purchase a new house. I know, know that sounds crazy, but that's not, you know, crazy. it's always our it's goal. Amazing. It's not, it, you know, we did, we purchased a new home. We got a new fresh space. We got a home that actually worked for our situation. So he literally has his own section of the house. And I didn't even put two and two together. He's never had his own room because he has multiple siblings. And so this is his very first time he's had his own room and he's just loving it. And I didn't realize how much I liked it. I'm like, oh my God, I don't have to smell like a boy. I don't have to put up with their hair. I don't have to do all this crap. (laughs) So yeah, what we chose to do was 
it was scary. It was very, very scary. And I just pulled the plug and said, you know what? I just finally made the decision. I'm, I, I kind of pushed Marty into it, to be honest, because I knew it was beneficial. And what I thought was, if we can't make this work, we literally will have to get separate rooms, like separate homes, because we, we just, we need this in our life. We can't move forward. And when we're sleeping in the same bed, it just, it felt awkward at later. You know, it, it was just weird. The whole thing was weird. And now it just feels like, okay, you can take a deep breath. It's not scary. At first it was a little weird when we were like, okay, good night, I guess, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But after, after a week or something, I'm not kidding. It was like, okay, this is actually great. This is good. Once you made that decision to buy the new house and to create this shift, it's a big shift. How did you feel? Oh my God. Actually, you know what? It felt so good. That's Mm. how I knew I was making the right choice. It felt so good. There's no explanation for it. You know how you just like drive to it? I'm I'm like this, right? So when I pick out a new house, if I drive there and I don't get a good feeling, I can't even look at the house. It doesn't matter what it is. I know. I sound so crazy, but no, you don't. It's just a a good feeling. It's a good, it's Mm. a good heart feeling. You know, I feel, I feel like we're making progress. I feel like we're not hiding anymore. I feel like we're finally trying to live in our truth and we're trying to be respectful of one another's independence and privacy, which I was not very good at at the beginning. <laughs> it's hard to I was like, It was hard. It was so hard to respect it. And now I really feel like I got my independence back and I actually forgot how independent I was until now. And I'm like, Oh my God, this girl, I know her. (laughs) I know who this is, you know, Yeah. because you know, you know, my background, but I actually, I have lived on my own since I was 14 years old. I've always had my own home, my own apartment. I know that sounds crazy, but I did. And so, you know, now I feel like, okay, I'm trying to think about Brandy again. I'm not worried just every single last second about what Marty needs. Yes. And this is, as I'm sure you've heard me talk about, that perfect partner syndrome that we live into, that we start forgetting who we are and start giving up little parts of ourselves. which of course in relationships, there's some of that. There's like a healthy amount of give and take, but we really end up giving up who we are and we forget who we are. Like you said, you've just connected back to the independent brandy that you are yes. and that I yeah. I have seen even when you were in the midst of that very, I'm not going to say it's not necessarily codependency, but trying to show up. It perfectly. was. Oh, it was. It was. And it is. And that's something that I fight. Honestly, truly. Yeah. I was codependent on Marty. I didn't think for myself. The only thing I thought was, okay, well, is he going to be upset or does he need it? Or what does he want? And I'm learning, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, what do I want? What do, you know, and actually Marty's actually helped me with that because he's like, Brandy, you deserve to be loved and touched and hugged and kissed. These are things that I've not given you for all these years. And I guess Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it's like, well, yeah, actually I like that stuff. I want to be hugged and kissed and loved, like affectionate yeah, I feel loved in every other aspect. Mm-hmm. And so I do want to make that clear. I feel, I know he loves me with his whole soul, Yes, but he's not romantically touching me or holding my hand. And those are things I like. Yeah. So 
I will eventually have that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just love, I mean, you haven't been in coaching for a little bit now. And so we don't like chat all the time, but we've definitely stayed yeah. in touch. And yeah. And I've heard some of these big steps that you guys have been taking and have been cheering you on. And also the hard moments of, you know, yeah. um, later on when, when the audience hears from Marty, you'll hear some of those lows of where he hit and the actions he took to get out of there. Like, I know it hasn't been easy. And also the more you have leaned into what is right for you guys. And I always say you have to almost put finances aside, like make the decision without the financial burden. And then you will figure out how to make it work. Like I'm sure it felt scary to buy a second house. Oh God. Especially with the interest rates that they are. I mean, trust me, it was not an easy, I doubled my mortgage. I rented out my other home. Like we made some really drastic, but you know what? At the end of the day, I told Marty, I don't care. Our mental health, you know, and unfortunately, you know, Marty, it has really gone through mental health problems, you know, not, not pro- challenges. And, yeah. you know, it, it's sad. It's hard to see as his partner in this life. It's really hard to see that he's struggling and to be honest, I only want to encourage and help him and be there for him. And it doesn't matter if we're married, divorced, separated. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. It really doesn't matter what the paper says. I will always be here. I will always be his best friend. And that's all that matters. But it's not been an easy road. No. And you guys have made those decisions again. Like you weren't like dumb financially, but sometimes it feels scary financially. And I think we let that weight determine the things that we really need instead of like, no, let's embrace this thing. And it, it it works out like sometimes not the ways you think, but things happen when you trust that intuition of knowing what's right for you. Well, not only that, but I mean, you know, I'm in the mortgage industry. So during all this, what happens to Brandy? Oh, they shut her whole entire branch down. You know what I mean? I had to start my own business and, you know, having Marty back me 100% is the reason why we're such good partners in this life because Mm -hmm. that man has my best interest at heart and he's very supportive. But yes, you are right. I mean, finances, obviously you have to think about that as an adult in this Mm -hmm. life, but you know, you have to take risks in order to be happy and Mm -hmm. it does pan out. You make it work and you find a way. And I'm telling you, I honestly think that our relationship got 1,000 times better by purchasing the new home and having separate spaces. You know, I used to go everywhere with him, like, and and just kind of be, God, I was just a stalker and clung to him. Like, (laughs) what a weirdo. And now, I mean, I'm talking like, I didn't even go to the store without him. I know this sounds really awful, but it's true. You know, I just kind of was on him. And now it's like, yeah, I'll go to my own places. Yesterday I took London to the mall by myself, you know, which I'm like, even doing it, I'm like, look at me go. Look at me. <laughs> I, I love this so, so much. Silly, but it's like, no. that, too, that is just me doing one more thing outside of my comfort zone. More, normally I would have dragged him to the mall with me, made him sit with me. And it's like, no, Brandy, you can do this. I can do this. And so it's really just by purchasing that home and making that scary, risky financial decision allowed me to really believe in myself and become more independent, you know, which is yeah. what I need. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's those like, 
small things and trusting ourselves, like going to the mall on your own and cheering yourself on in that moment of knowing this is a big deal for me. Like you go girl. That is what signals to our brain that like, oh, this is good. This, it was scary, but it was so good. And we have to have that celebration on the other side of seeing those shifts and also seeing I always tell people because people are like, well, I want a relationship like you and Steve. I'm like, okay, I want you to understand because people think that we're together all the time and whatever. I see Steve occasionally. It is one of those relationships where it feels like we can go right back into it. You know, it doesn't matter how long it's been. It's always easy. It's always, I mean, we have some really hard conversations, but it's easy it's comfortable still. Yeah. Um, and so I tell people, I'm like, you need that separation. Whatever yeah. it looks like for you, you have to create the yeah. separation along the way, whether it's separate bedrooms, whether it's not emailing and texting or like calling and texting yeah. all the time. And it yeah. can be a process, but you have to embrace that to have something yeah. healthy. Um, yeah. You said something that I wanted to come back to. Oh, what was it? Um, I forgot, but it was just something along those lines of embracing you and finding well, what it is you need. I'll, I'll tell you, like, it, and it has helped our hard conversations because Marty and I are very good about just sweeping things under the rug. Everything's fine. We're fine. Well, just recently, you know, and we have found that when we need to have a hard conversation, we'll email each other and then we'll schedule mm-hmm. a time to, I know that I sounds funny that. too, but it's not funny. Yeah. It's awesome. It's hard for him and I to say hard things to one another. So we have chosen to like, we'll get an email from each other. And he, I, I could tell, you know, re- a couple weeks ago, he was kind of pulling away from me. And normally I would just pounce on him. What's wrong? What's going on? What the, 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 just in his ear. Well, I have found, you know, I'm going to leave him alone. And when he's ready, he will come to me. He already knows I'm going to be there for him. He already knows I'm here. I've already told him that. I've shown him that I'm here. So now instead of pouncing on him, I really allow him to come to me when he's ready, when his thoughts need to come to him. I don't even know if it has anything to do with me anymore just because he's dealing with, like I said, mental health challenges. And so I don't even know if I'm even on his brain. So it doesn't really matter when he's ready to tell me he's going to. So he sent me an email very nice email just saying that he, you know, obviously he knows that I know that he's been pushing me away and he doesn't know why he does that, but we need to have another conversation because he's just really scared still. He's scared that, um, you know, about, you know, losing me for good and, and, or, you know, bringing another partner into his, his life and how that's going to affect me and hurting me. So I said, I will be home in just a little bit and we can have a conversation. So we had a really good conversation And I just looked at him and said, you know, Marty, I'm okay. My heart's okay. I already know you're going to have to explore. You're going to have to have a partner. This is going to be harder on you than it is me. And I will be right there with you. But it doesn't mean that I can actually do it for you. And it also doesn't mean that I'm going anywhere. You know, I will. And and I said, and kind of, it will be fun to gossip with you to be like, oh my God, what did they say? What did they do? What did they, you know, or whatever, you know? And he goes, really, you're okay with that? Because I would love to talk to you. And it's like, yeah, those things, those are hard conversations to have when you're, you know, supposedly your wife. And I said, you know, to be honest, I don't look at me as your wife anymore. I definitely look at me as your partner in this life. 
Um, but I know there's no romantic piece to us and I'm okay with that. I'm finally at peace. Yeah. You know, and even in, once you start down that path, like you, there will be days maybe that it's hard to hear or that you're like, okay, today I can't, I can't take this information. I don't need to hear this. And that's okay too. It doesn't mean that you're not cheering him on or supporting him. It means that you get to protect your own mental health along the way as well. And you know this, I know you know this. So I love that you said that, you know, that it's not always about you anymore and understanding. And most of the time it isn't. Um, I mean, those were his own feelings and projections that he's putting out there onto you and, you know, that he's feeling and caring. And that doesn't mean it's about you. And that's such a powerful place to get to in any relationship. And I love when this trickles down and you've probably seen it in little bits, but it'll continue to trickle down to your daughter. Um, Yeah. You know, her actions and decisions aren't about me. It's about her figuring out who she is and what a beautiful process that is. Um, Yeah. I love that. And I love, you keep saying like, I know this sounds crazy or I know this sounds silly. And I want (laughs) you to know that none of it is. None of it is crazy. None of it is silly. It's powerful Mm -hmm. because you guys are doing what you know you need. Yeah, And there's so yeah. much power in that. Who cares? Like you yeah. said, like, I don't care what it yeah. sounds like to other people. I don't. And yeah. when we release that, it's so powerful. Yeah, I don't. And, you know, in fact, you know, my mom and there's been a couple other people that have said, you're, you're really going to tell London you're, you're not going to, you're, you know, are you sure? Yes, I am sure. And, and I actually came to Marty the other day and said, Hey, I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there unless you are literally going to tell me tomorrow that you're straight again. And I go, and to be honest, I don't even think I would take that anymore. Like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. At this point, I've got it. I, I now get it. <laughs> um, but you know, and he goes, well, no, that's never, he goes, no, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. I go, great. Then there's no reason for us to not keep taking steps. They might be slower than anybody else. They might not be this harsh. Okay. You get that house. I get this house. You get this bank account. I get that, you know, but that's just not who we are. So it's going to look different. I'm even okay with it. You know, we joke about how it's probably going to be funny because we're probably going to have houses next door to each other, you know, and I could totally see us doing that. That would be hilarious. And it would totally work for us, you know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I think that it's really important that, you know, I've always been very confident in my own decisions and my own life. And I don't know why I've never asked for permission from anybody with anything I do. And I don't ever feel regret. Now, Marty does on everything. I don't. I feel like life, no one teaches you everything. You have to take, you have to go through decisions. You have to go through life to learn. And in the event that it didn't pan out, make a change, do something else. But I've always had that thought. I've never regretted anything I've done. Now I have, you know, if I've hurt somebody, of course, I want to make men on that and didn't mean to do something like that. But I'm only learning through this thing called life too. So I'm going to make decisions and keep moving forward and that are healthy and happy. And I feel like this last year, we've really honed in on making good decisions for the, for our family that are progressively moving forward. Well, not just knee jerking and making any hard, because trust me, there were times where it was like, forget it. I just want to yeah. be out, <laughs> yeah. but that would have caused hatred and a horrible tension. And that's just not something I want to do. 
you know? Yeah. And like, again, like for some people, it is just good to make the clean cut. Sure. To move out, to be done. And you can still have a good friendship. But for other people, this is their process. And I love that we get to share so many sides of this and how it works and that you guys are making it work for you. Yeah. 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 Well, Brandy, thank you so much for being here and for sharing a little bit of what it's been like on your journey and how that's looked. Um, Thank you for being brave and bold and showing up at the retreat when you were so scared and nervous. It was so great to have you there and to be able to have watched your journey and play a small role in that. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. (laughs) And uh, we will talk to you soon. That sounds great. Okay, my friend, if you enjoyed today's episode, please remember to share, to leave a rating and review. But also, if you are like, man, I want the shifts that Brandy had. I want to know what feels right for me in this situation and for my family and to make those decisions in a way that feels empowering to us in a judgment-free, supportive zone then please join us at the retreat happening in September. We are going to, at the end of this month, for one week only, there will be early bird pricing. There are only 11 spots open to the retreat in September. And if you join now, there are some amazing payment options. So get on the wait list so that you can be the first to know when these spots open up and be able to have this transformative experience. The retreats are the most powerful way to transform your life in a weekend. They are so impactful and they've just gotten better and better. Brandy came to my very first retreat and I, while it was an amazing retreat and I loved it, it has definitely grown. We've expanded. We have more going on. It's just really come together in a powerful experience. So if you want that, please go to theboldlogic.com forward slash retreat waitlist and get on that list so you know when the retreat goes on sale. Some of the spots will be sold out already because they always do. I open this up to people who attend the retreat first. They get first dibs on those spots. Some of the women have been to all of my retreats. Some of them have been to two or three retreats. So I fully expect that there will be some spots gone already. So you want to get on that wait list so that you can claim one of those spots and have an experience that is going to change the trajectory of your life. I'm cheering you on, my friend. I hope you have an awesome day. I hope you enjoyed Brandy's story and that you will join us next week for another amazing story from an individual who has had a partner come out. Sending you love and take care.